0: Hi everyone and welcome back to the Female Magic Podcast. A safe space for women to speak about their hardships, troubles, glow ups and everything in between. Today I have the lovely guest Fusia who is one half of the rooted zine, zine. That's so weird, then, guys. Sorry, yeah. She's one half of Rooted Zine, which is based in Liverpool, and it is a zine they amplify the creativity of people of color in the northwest of England. So, yeah, what is your cultural background?
1: Oh, um, so uh, Dominican, um, Somali and white British (laughs) that's wow
0: I love that mix new mix to me and what was life like growing up in
1: (gasps) Liverpool oh in Liverpool well when I moved from London I went from kind of like a Roman Catholic household to a Muslim household because my family here is more Muslim and so culturally it was it was different and I was brought up differently and in terms of Liverpool as a whole I had a complete shock like coming here in 2007 because I was like oh my gosh there's like literally no people that look like me like literally everyone's white and when that's not actually the case but it was a bit of a shock in that way but generally um it's been okay of course there's been racist incidents um but it's been okay I like the friendliness of Liverpool. Do you know I was
0: gonna ask I was actually gonna ask this later on but now you've just said that isn't liverpool or was liverpool not once like celebrating as like the cultural capital <laughs>
1: yeah 2008 <laughs> yeah um i know i know and you know Weird. i haven't done that much research into because I, I know i was like young then so it was just like a big celebration and um, yeah i'm not sure i think it was something to do with the architecture of liverpool that was culturally diverse as well which is also oh. correct because it's all colonialist.
0: Right, so. because and this is kind of why you um you yourself and the partner created Rooted Zine. So do you wanna give us a little background information about what rooted is?
1: Yeah, so um, Rooted Scene started in our last year of university. We noticed the academic staff and also our peers in our, um, our fine arts degree course went off colour and we were kind of sick of not being represented in galleries and everywhere yeah. else. So we wanted to make um, some sort of like, don't know, some sort of zine or collaborative project to support people of colour but when we weren't supported so we wanted to do it like for them and for us as well you know the song for us by us yeah yeah (laughs) Um. um, so yeah it's just a magazine basically but it's also a social platform we like to give advice and we like to um, promote people and make sure people are paid for the work they do
0: What's the scene for people of colour in Liverpool now, in your opinion?
1: What is the scene for people of colour? The scene, like, would you say it's
0: poppy, it's good, there's a good community there, or is it all scattered?
1: You know what? Like Liverpool's quite segregated in general. Like I don't go to enough Liverpool because I've been told it's racist and I have experienced racism there as well. Really? Yeah. So I think generally, um, I think the the POC art scene is popping within L8 and L7. Um. Yeah. And it, it's not from from my opinion. It's not as gentrified as it is in. There's a thing called like the Baltic Market and the Baltic Triangle. Um, all of that's very gentrified and very white within the arts but you know I think this, those areas in Liverpool are much better. The scene at the moment it's, it's good I feel like um, it's very supportive there's a thing called Granby Market which I think has stopped since mm. the pandemic but um, Granby Market's always been a place for POC to showcase their work as well in a safe space that's
0: nice and how has the been? how has your reaction been to rooted so far
1: oh, so at the start we had some resistance people were like is this not like racist towards white people like imagine if I did it and I didn't include people of color and all of those different scenarios that they were pointing out but yeah um, but from then we just ignored it because you have to think about um, if someone's opinionating on something you do do they actually have a valid opinion are they a person of colour in terms of and they weren't so I didn't you know we didn't take the opinion on um, but so far the reaction's been great I feel like people have needed a safe space we're just one of many that are out there as well.
0: So would you say there was things like this before Rooted Zine or was Rooted Zine something maybe just for the new generation coming up it's Ooh. crazy to think that it's still that Liverpool's even like that. And ironically, I've only been to Liverpool for the um, Oye festivals. Um, but
1: mm. yeah. Um, in terms of like if there's been organizations before us, I'm um, not so there's been like Kumbaramani, which is based in LA, which is really good for supporting um ethnic families within that area. There's been loads of bookshops. Like my uncle had a, a bookshop in the 80s and um, there's been loads of organization like Gunan Adamu on BBC Radio as well she's been you know repping the scene on, on Sunday Sunday evenings Um, I think, I think it's just I, I know what you mean I think it's like a new generational mm. thing like zines have been around for you know decades but they've really taken off in the last 10 years yeah months. recently yeah for sure do
0: you ever have like a kind of complex being mixed race and kind of catering for your side that are um ethnic of the ethnic minority
1: um yes in terms of like me personally yes because I do feel like, who do I belong to? Do I belong to my smiley side, my Dominican side? And of course, I I can't fully belong to both in some way. Um, But in terms of Rooted, it's, you know, me and Amber, we're both mixed-race and we're both light-skinned. So we have, like, privilege in that way. Um, And then, so representing everybody that is not mixed-race, we have to really make sure that we try and do it as best as we can. Yeah.
0: And do you ever feel like you put too much pressure on yourself because of this because it is it is only you two doing it and you are trying you're not just doing it for mixed race people you are doing it for people of color on a whole and that is massive do you yeah what how do you feel about that
1: it's terrifying to be honest (laughs) it's been terrifying for um since we started it but it's 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 a good fear do you know what i mean it's a a fear that um that should be in our hearts that we should be you know continually trying to get things moving trying to get things like set in motion so um i don't know it's terrifying but it's also warming when you get to meet people and share our work and experiences yeah i love
0: that where do you see it going in the next five to ten years
1: Oh my gosh, it's so scary to think about it with <laughs> such longevity, isn't it? <laughs> it is, it is. Definitely, like we'd love to have um, regular funding, but the type of funding where we don't have to like meet goals and satisfy people, if that makes sense, like not answering to anyone, because that's what makes Zine special as well, as like it's independent. Um, but we'd yeah. love to have a gallery for just people of colour, a permanent gallery space. Um, which I I don't know I think that'd be great hopefully more community outreach within schools as well inspiring younger people to get into the arts and not see it as intimidating
0: Mm. so let's talk about the um, structure of some art organizations because I found this really interesting not surprising because I feel like this year has shown so many things that are like for black people but run by white people Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but can you give us a little bit more insight into the structures within the arts and if you know of any if you want to call them out I don't know but yeah just give us a little insight
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh um okay so okay so we did an art gallery tour um in the art gallery in Liverpool and they described um east asian south asian and egyptian cultures as other so they were saying like eurocentric is the norm and everyone else is other and it was such a small collection as well so that was an art gallery another art gallery hired us um for for basically black history month didn't pay us for five days but what i've noticed is that the heads of all of these institutions yeah the heads of all of these institutions are usually white, they're usually six-figure salaries. Um, but on every level, except for the hospitality and the cleaning level, in that way, um, all of them are white, administrative. Um, but then when you get mm. to like, the lower paid jobs, that's when people of color start appearing. And I think that's incredibly right. suspicious. And there is a statistic that there's um, only 11% of the whole population Oh, sorry the whole creative labor population are of color um which is terrible because we know that in the whole of the UK there's loads of people of color who are creative that would get into those labor industries so um it's systemic institutionalized racism so we need to break and dismantle
0: Damn sis this is deep for a Sunday morning. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no don't no, be sorry this is good. This is good. It's, I think more people need to like know, know about this and hear about it because like it's easy for us to turn a blind eye just because we see opportunities for black people and see that things might be moving in the right way. It's we could be doing so much more for ourselves and for the Black community. It's just for us to be aware and have these conversations and be open to having these conversations because mm-hmm. a lot of us are just like, oh, well, we're doing enough yeah. or I'm trying hard enough. Or that well, I'm Black already, so isn't that enough? There's always a potential excuse as to yeah. why we shouldn't yeah. work harder. So I love that. But what ad- advice would you give to people who don't know where to start but they do want to make a difference within the arts and the creative industry
1: Mm. Um, it's such a good point about open conversation as well I really in terms of getting into the creative industry think about why you want to get into it like what is what drives you to do the work that you do um, but what we did is that we went straight to the people who were in the institutions. We kind of like hollered at them, we emailed them. We were saying to them, look, we exist. Can you work with mm. us? And they will listen, yeah. obviously, in the majority of time. So definitely um, network as much as you can. Don't be afraid. And if you don't ask, you won't get. Simple as, so you just have to take a chance ask people do
0: you know what I find really inspiring I feel like most people who I speak to are younger than me so I'm 25 Mm -hmm. and you're 23 and I feel like a lot of people more towards your age Mm. are deciding to do these things ironically in uni as well it's it's like you I don't know it's just it's mind-blowing sometimes how you already have the pressure of trying to get good grades but then you've got the pressure of trying to make a difference within the system Mm. does that ever make you will you finish uni now haven't you but during the time at uni did you ever are we ever worried that the work that you were doing in regards to routine could affect your overall grades because obviously i'm assuming it's white people who are like
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah absolutely um in terms of the ages as well i feel like when at whatever age you are if you're passionate about something go for it um, Yeah. In, in terms of yes incredibly worried and it was definitely the wrong I say that in quotations the wrong time to start a zine because you've got your dissertation and you know mm. all of the things but at the same time it was the right time to start the zine because you know we've been able to carry on since then Um. yes and especially because they are marked by um, white people who don't necessarily get the struggles that you're trying to convey through your artwork and um, so yeah. it was pretty hard but it was worth it
0: wow it's such it's very very inspirational would you advise other people to start at that time like do you regret it at all or do you think mm-hmm. looking back now it was the perfect time to do it for yourselves
1: um well at that time I had an undiagnosed mental health condition so I don't know if that's that's in context as well um, I feel like start at any time that you feel like you have the most energy for it and then you can always pick it back up if you if you feel like you know I need to focus on something else mm, Comp- yeah compartmentalize your time and and um, don't feel guilty for not keeping it going as well like if you need a break you need a break sis you know um, so, and, um
0: yeah. I, I've been saying that to myself all morning, actually, because we don't give ourselves a break. We are in a pandemic, and somehow we—I feel like so many people are working like a million times harder <laughs> that they would if they were just like living. And exactly. you kind of got to think, why not just appreciate this time and just chill? But the pressure is real for sure. But mm-hmm. we always do need to take a break. But how do you personally? keep yourself motivated and when you are having
1: the down days how do you work through them oh so motivation I always have to get out of the space like it's like this space the sofa behind me I have to get out of it go to <laughs> you know a cafe or a library which is even better because you don't have to like pay to be in there Um, to keep motivated I just prioritize my tasks I use things like Miro, Notion, Trello um, I use my calendar religiously even to put like even to remind myself like make sure you do a wash today you know mm. kitchen, things like that but like it's basic self-care but it can be very yep. neglected isn't it
0: yeah I agree I agree a hundred percent like I had to start doing that because in my head I'd have like mm. okay I'm gonna do my washing on Wednesday but I'd look at my to-do list and I could have like eight different things <laughs> and I get to five o'clock I'm like Oh girl. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> oh. It's real though, like we do underestimate the basics of self-care and putting it on to do list So uh, clearly you are someone who likes to write things down then.
1: Oh yeah, sorry, it meant just went. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it was just my internet then. Um yes, writing things down. Is- <laughs> the only way that gets into my head I don't know I don't know if you're the same like you have to write things down to remember them Mm. yeah Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I have a really I have like the worst memory and especially Mm with um names I can't remember people's names I have to write it down at least once (laughs) and then look look over it over and over and over and over again Mm -hmm. just to help just uh, tap it into that brain of mine Mm um so how do
1: you overcome embarrassing moments oh my gosh you know what that's like even just you know I don't know if you're like a perfectionist as well but like I I always want to get everything perfect and and you know the best work that I've ever done at that time Um, and when it comes to embarrassing moments I I don't there's so many that's like that's still in my head I still get like little flashbacks (laughs) Oh, um no. <laughs> how do I get over them yeah but I right my mum said to me once she goes I was having an argument with someone in school and but this is in relation and she says but you're thinking about them but are they thinking about you I was like no they're not so that time when I almost drowned in the swimming pool those people aren't thinking about that memory <laughs> it's just me <laughs> so don't give that's it any time. Right. <laughs> that's
0: right so true <laughs> um, it is so true. So where can we find you? And how, oh no, let's re- rewind. How can people get involved? Because you, um, I know Rooted is done quarterly. Yes. So does that mean the submissions open quarterly as well?
1: Yeah, so the best place to find like updates about Rooted would be Instagram, um, which is at Rooted um, And then it would be our website as well, which is rootedzine.co.uk um yeah I think I think the best yeah that's the best way to get involved and then we put out the submissions we let you know what the theme of the issue is who you need to be to submit you need to be a person of colour from or based from the northwest unless stated otherwise um and then we usually have a theme as well that you can join in and we've just decided I had a meeting just before this with Amber and we've decided our theme but I'll have to tell you like enough time. <gasps> oh, I'm <ends>, so sorry. <laughs> and I can tell you actually, just not in this podcast. Depends when this podcast okay. comes out. Okay. Okay. it <laughs> will <laughs> be fun. It'll be um,
0: good. Okay. So, where can people um, find rooted?
1: Yeah, so all of our Instagram, I mean, sorry, all of our socials are um, Rooted Scene. So R-O-O-T-E-D-Z-I-N-E. Oh my gosh, I almost it wrong. Um, <laughs> and then it's the same um, for our website. So it's just rooted rootedscene.co.uk. If you type it in on Google, it should come up, hopefully. And if it doesn't, just, um... oh, if you want to email us, sorry, it's info at rooted scene.co.uk. Email us with any ideas you've got um, and we'll have a chat.
0: And lastly, what are your plans for the new year? If you've got any, because obviously, you know, pandemic.
1: (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Um, Personally, I'm preparing for um, exhibitions I'm curating. Rooted wise, we've got um, exciting things coming up. We've got a project with another organisation, which is um, all about happiness. We've got live tarot readings, which are starting in a week or two and then mm. we've also got a new, yes you definitely join if, you, if you're if you into them, um, and then we've also got our new zine coming out January 21st, so that, that would Love be um, the yeah. yeah.
0: A lot of things to look forward to though in this crazy time, so it's really good that you guys have like carried this on. I'm so grateful that I've had you on today because I didn't know what to expect, first guest from Liverpool I'm really <laughs> happy about that um but yeah you're really inspiring and I hope that this helps someone out there. it's definitely helped me today so thank you so much for being on the female magic podcast
1: no worries thanks for having me please invite in